Uncommon Sense Advice on your work life, your personal life, and God knows what else. Welcome to How to Do Life with Dr. Marty Nemco. Well, this is one I'm not so sure I'm qualified to talk about. And that is friendships, because I'm kind of an introvert, had a few friends, but I was wondering whether maybe it's the very fact that I don't have a huge amount of friends and have not been that eager to make friends may make me more qualified to talk to people who would like to make more friendships than somebody who's a natural. You know, there are some people who friends just glom onto them like magnets. Like I'm, you know, I'm a terrible piano teacher because it came naturally to me. I can't teach anybody. Whereas with friends, it was a struggle. I had to do a lot of thinking and reassessing. And so anyway, I'm going to share with you what this not natural uh, friend maker has done to make his few friends, and not just me, but what seems to work for my clients. Again, I don't like to overpromise, but certainly it is true that most. You know, videos and articles and books, TV shows that are on relationships are always about romantic relationships or secondarily parenting. Very few, I guess surprisingly, about friendships. We pay lip service to the importance of friends, but not much attention is paid to it. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's that people just tend to, largely because of serendipity, they happen to meet somebody who sounds like them, looks like them, you know, just seems to be compatible. You know, it's amazing how often I walk down the street and I see people who are friends who kind of almost look like each other. It's almost like the same way as people who have dogs kind of look like themselves. So how much can be planful? I'm not sure. But I guess I'm going to ask you, you know, I'm going to, I think what I'm going to start is talk about some, some general ideas about how to make a friend. Then I'm going to try to give some specifics about how to make a friend who is your romantic partner make a friend of your romantic partner how to make friends with your parent you know if you're an adult you you know i'm amazed at how few people they, they people think of them their parents as parents and yet they could be really good friends some people do but i'm wondering whether more might want to and i'll share some thoughts about that and then an unusual kind of friendship which is you know i believe the key to education which is mentoring i'm not convinced that uh, all the courses in the world are going to make as much difference as a, a couple of mentors, but maybe that's too strong. But anyway, we'll talk about mentorship. So I guess to the extent you can be planful, what do you really want in a friend? Are you looking for a confidant? You can choose more than one. A confidant, uh, somebody to have fun with, to giggle with, have intellectual debates on, to, to can, who can talk about things that maybe publicly can't be talked about. Politically, we are in a cancel culture. Are you looking for an activity partner, somebody to go just do stuff with? Whether it be uh, sports, you know, when COVID lightens up, you know, going to sports events, clubs, theater, whatever, bike riding, activities, sports partner, tennis, basketball. So I guess the next thing I want to talk about, you know, so to kind of keep that in mind and you kind of test the waters with people and you see how well they, you know, how compatible. And, and again, it, it may not be that planful. You may meet somebody just happen to sit next to you or uh, in class or, you know, bump into each other in a bathroom. I hear that women bond immensely in the bathroom over at the mirror, not the stalls. So how do you go about nurturing a friendship? 
Now, some of this is right out of how to win friends and influence people, but it's actually right. There's a reason it's, you know, 80 years after his publication, it's still a top bestseller. And it's, it's right. Most people like to talk about themselves and about the things that they care mostly about. And for different people, it's different things. And part of your job is if you're trying to make a friendship or deeper in a friendship, it's to find out what they care most about. Is it, is it money? Is it career? Is it health? Is it family? Is it the, the, the sports team? Is it politics? You know, what, is, what do they care most about? Is it their ego? Is it their looks? And then see to what extent you want to focus on their needs and to what extent you want your own. Obviously, the best relationship is where you're spending roughly half the time focusing on what's number their number one priority or number two priority, at least that priority for the day, and the other half, you know, focused on you. And of course, it doesn't have to be every meeting is that, but when all said and done, I don't think a good friend, a friend can be a very good friend if you're, uh, if 90% of the time is focusing on them. Like I have, I've heard of people who, you know, broke up with their friends because it, everything was like a pity party. All they wanted to do was complain. That tends to get old pretty quickly. So asking questions, my favorite two questions is really, uh, keep, keep coming back to them because they seem to work so well for myself and clients, which is, what are you thinking about these days and what are you looking forward to? That can often tease out what are their, their high priorities at the moment, or and they could be enduring, but at least, you know, those are great questions to ask, even with people you already know. What are you thinking about these days? What are you looking forward to? And then really being sensitive. Are you getting your needs met? Your whatever, emotional needs, activity needs, all those things we're talking about, intellectual discussion. And more, more broadly, do you end up feeling better about yourself because of spending time with them? There are some people who actually somehow manage to make you feel less than. That ain't good. And yet some people just stay with that. So try to stay vigilant to, you know, every time you get, or most times you get together with this person, whether they phone, Zoom, in person, whatever, socially distanced, um, do you end up feeling better about yourself? Do you feel like you're helpful to that other person? I mean, that can feel really great. It is better to give than to receive. So if in the end you're feeling you're being helpful to that person, that can feel great. So those are some generic thoughts about making a friend. But I want to talk now about your romantic partner. In the beginning of the relationship, in a romantic relationship, you know, the infatuation, the anesthetizing effect of sex and, you know, you're, just, you're, you're flying and so all of their, their liabilities seem to not matter very much. But alas, that infatuation phase invariably ends if the relationship lasts long enough for it to end. And then you get down to, hopefully sex will remain good for a long time. But the friendship certainly needs to take a bigger and bigger role. And so when you're trying to be friends with the romantic partner, all the generic advice I gave previously is still applicable. It's asking questions about them and what they care about. It's sharing what you care about and seeing whether they're in their own world or they're, are they really egotistical? Are they supportive of you? You know, and it's really easy at the end of a workday to not want to listen well. But as corny as it sounds, a good friend is a good listener. Generally not interrupting unless they're really going on a long rant or you've heard it 30 times before. Sometimes they want to be interrupted because they realize they're, they tend to be off on a tangent. But generally, the best friends, whether it's your romantic partner or not, 
are people who listen to you really well without interrupting and maybe asking a follow-up question or a comment that doesn't usually doesn't disagree. Occasionally you can, but it usually builds on what you said, amplifies on it, that gives you earned praise. Look for that in your romantic partner, in your, in your platonic friendships, and you try to do the same. Again, easier said than done. I, I, I know, I, I think as I'm listening to my own podcasts, that I end up sounding sanctimonious, or at least making, making all this sound easier than it is. I recognize fully that it is not easy. So I like to think of all this as aspirational. Am I perfect at it? No. Do I try to do those things? Absolutely. And so that's all I ask of you is to maybe you'll find one or two things in these in these episodes of how to do life that you say you know damn it i want to try to do this and that would make it worth the the the, the time i like to think you know i don't know now i want to talk about uh parents i i my both of my parents are now gone fortunately they both lived a nice long life but yet, this, as long as they lived, I always just thought of them as my parents. I never somehow stopped to think that they could be my friend. Now, expect my mother wouldn't because she was just so different from me. She was a party girl. But my, you know, my dad was me. He was just a hardworking guy, um, just like me, and a serious guy, quiet. I'm not so quiet, but he's, his recreations were very quiet. He was cartooning and gardening and photography. Very quiet man. And he could have been my friend. I should have, and I'm inviting you to do this. Ask your parents, we, or one parent or both parents, whichever who you, your intuition says could actually be a friend. Things like, what were you like as a child? Did you have friends? What were they like? What did you like to do? What did you like about school? What did you not like about school? What, what did you, what were, did you have hopes and dreams? Did you have worries? What were your best moments? What was your worst moments? When did you leave your parents? How did that feel? When you were my age, what were the issues you were dealing with? When you were 17 and starting to become an adult, what, what were you thinking? What were your career goals, relationship goals, other goals, political views? And then move to the present. You know, now, you know, what are you, th what are you thinking about for the next few years of your life? And then this disgusting little topic that probably needs to be discussed with every parent when they're older, certainly, is do you have any wishes for your memorial? You know, cremate, 50s party, afterwards, everybody celebrating with great food, whatever. I really think that those kind of conversations, especially in this, I, I believe this is an ever harder world. I'm certainly not happy with, uh, with the, the unbelievable, loud and proud, critical, cancel culture Denigrating anybody who doesn't agree with you just destroys them, squashes them. You know, it has always been a hard world. You know, in the workplace where you're no longer really have security of employment, you get dumped at the drop of a hat. 
But I think now everybody's walking on tenterhooks, eggshells, less lofty phrase. So being able to be a really good friend with your parent could be very, very helpful, very important. When I come back, I want to talk about a very special kind of friendship, mentorship, how to be a great mentor, how to be a great protege. Um, anyway, stay with me. I'm Marty Nemco. This is How to Do Life. You're listening to How to Do Life with career and personal coach, Dr. Marty Nemco. If you'd like to work with him, email him a description of your situation, mnemco at comcast.net. That's M-N-E-M-K-O at comcast.net. Marty is pleased if you choose to subscribe to this podcast. If you're not listening to this on Simplecast, just go to how-to-life.simplecast and click on listen and subscribe. Thank you for staying with me. We're talking about friendships, not romantic relationships, sexual relationships, but relationships with peers, activity partners and the like. Being friends with your romantic partner, and I talked about being friends with your parent. If you're an adult, uh, your parent is not just a parent. Your parent potentially in this ever harder world uh, might be a, an island of uh, peace and support, hopefully, doesn't always occur. Um, somebody you can count on, hopefully. I wish it happened, we could count on it more often. In any case though, but the last thing I want to talk about today, uh, the kind of friendship is mentorship. I think most people feel that they've changed more from one-on-one relationships with a mentor, a good mentor, than from many classes. Because it's one-on-one, it's individualized, it's got an emotional component, and ideally it could be a reciprocal one. So here are my thoughts on finding a mentor, making the most of a mentor, and you being a good mentor. Some people are simply too busy at their stage in life to give you much time or effort, or they're, they're self-absorbed, or they're just not good at that kind of thing. But you might think about people who are either in your current life or past life, who you sense were wise, who you respected, who you could learn a lot from, whether it be professionally or personally, even if it had been a long time. And you don't say, can I, you know, would you be my mentor? It's, it's too big an ask. It's like meeting somebody at a party and saying, hey, you want to go to bed? It's too fast. But if it's somebody who you think back on, and it could be recent, it could be somebody in the past, who you feel would be a potentially a good mentor, test the waters, put your toe in the water by asking a question, saying, you know, uh, it's been an awful long time since we've spoken, it may be the weirdest thing in the world, but I'm having this dilemma around X. It's, career issue, this personal issue, whatever. And I think back on our little relationship and how much I respected the fact that you, whatever, and saying, I'm wondering if you have an opinion about this question. And then ask the question, whether it be in writing, in an email, or a phone call, or whatever. And see what the response is. If the person responds in 24 hours, that's great. They don't respond at all, or even take a week to respond, that's telling you something else. How wise is the response? How enthusiastic is the response? Were they glad to hear from you? And then, because I do believe in reciprocity, rather than go say, oh good, now he's my mentor, I can ask more questions. Think about whether there are anything that you want to, uh, you could do for them. So listen your butt off to them. Ask them questions. So, you know, I really appreciate the help that you gave me on this issue. Tell me about you. What, what are you thinking about these days? Anything you're looking forward to? Again, those magical two questions. And then listen carefully. 
and look for an opportunity to be of help. In a more obvious example would be they say they're moving. Well, offer to help. Or if they say we're about to have a baby, you might just go to Amazon and find the best book on being a great dad, a new dad, and send it to them. So there's a measure of reciprocity. No, nobody wants to feel taken advantage of. So, and it doesn't mean, by the way, just because you have a mentor doesn't mean you have to listen to everything they say. You are the, you are the Don. They are the consigliere. No matter how eminent the person is, you know, there's very rare certitude, very little truth, and often you know yourself better than any mentor can. So listen to their advice, consider it, but then you be the executive director, you be the CEO, you be the Don, you decide. Yes, no, take their advice, amplify it, alter it, whatever. Now I want to talk a little bit about how to be a good, a, a good mentor. I also think it's appropriate, it may feel awkward, but I think it's, if you as a potential mentor think back on people whom you have liked in the past, respected in the past, thought had great potential, and they can be older or younger. The mentor doesn't always have to be older. Think about that person or a person and reach out to them. You know, it's a phrase I've used a number of times in an email. I write very often to former clients to ask how they're doing. And I'll say, this is probably one of the weirder calls you've gotten in a while, or weirder emails. Uh, and you said, you just popped into my head and I was wondering how you were doing or I was wondering, you know, you last we spoke you were f in your doctoral program or whatever it is. And I was just curious how you are. They're going to know, they're going to read between the lines that you weren't just curious about the doctoral program, that you were reaching out to be some kind of a friend, mentor, protege, whatever. So whether you're a mentor or a protege, it's probably a good idea to think back to the people in your life, your professional life, your personal life, and reach out, even if it's somebody you went to high school with or college with. I think back to elementary school. There was a girl in my class who I said nothing to. Her name was Kristen Jablonski. She was beautiful and smart, but very quiet. And I like quiet people, notwithstanding my being a big mouth. And I wish, and I've Googled her, and I wished I could find her. Not necessarily for mentorship or friendship, but I was curious how she is and what she's really like. You know, the big mouths, the aggressive kids, I won't mention their names. I have no interest in, but Kristen Jablonski, I'm curious about to this day. So think back to the people who were in your life from back when you were in elementary school, junior high school, high school, college, first jobs, later jobs, your avocations, church, whatever, synagogue, mosque. Reach out, send that, you know, it wouldn't be so terrible. The odds of any of them responding is small, so send out a half a dozen of them. See what happens. Only good things could happen. So they ignore you. Big deal. All right. Let's just move back into summary mode here, and we'll end this little episode of uh, How to Do Life. So not everybody wants a lot of friends. Some people are just happy with the one or two friends that they have that are close. Some people are even complete isolates, and they find that people are more, more troubled than they're worth. But most people feel good about having one or two close friends and a few casual friends. And if that's you, the key to all, you know, to all this is really to try to try to be balanced. I can't, I'll, 
I'll, boldly, I'll, I'll screw up the quote, but it was Rabbi Hillel who said something like, if I am only for me, who am I? Uh, if I am not for somebody... Anyway, you need to balance your being there for yourself as well as for others. And look for people who initially strike you as compatible, that ineffable something. And then strike the balance between asking about them, finding their issues, compromising, helping them, dealing with them, doing the things that you like with them, that they like, whether it be intellectual or sports or, or confidant stuff or giggling or whatever it is. And then, then do make sure that it's a friendship that really makes you feel better about yourself afterwards. Because that's a core purpose of friendship. Anyway, I hope you find that helpful. I'm Marty Nemco. I thank you for watching this edition of How to Do Life. If you're watching on YouTube, it's a standalone. If this is really the podcast. This is going to be converted into a podcast for people who want to listen on their iPhone, iPad or iPhone or whatever. Um, in any event, if you're watching this on YouTube, I welcome your thumbs up and accept your thumbs down. I always look forward to your comments and especially like it if you hit the share button below. Share on your social media so that my efforts can have broader impact. And I am flattered if you choose to subscribe to my channel. And in any event, I do thank you for watching. I am Marty Nemco. You've been listening to How to Do Life with Dr. Marty Nemco. For comments on the show or to consult with Dr. Marty Nemco, his email address is mnemko at comcast.net. Post-production of How to Do Life by Terry Rouse. Music by Blue Dot Session. Thanks for listening.